Here. Councilman Gillette? Here. Councilwoman Sierra? Here. Councilman Susie? Here. Councilman Ward? President Gendron? Here. We do have a quorum. If you could please stand for the prayer and the pledge. <laughs> God, our Father, we ask that you send your blessing upon this city and upon this council. Guide us in our efforts, increase our motivation, and strengthen our resolve to build a better community, ensure a brighter future for the city of Woonsocket. This we ask in your name. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Before we actually begin, I would like to welcome everyone back to historic Harris Hall. Uh, we are live again, uh, hopefully for the duration, and um, from this point forward, I hope to see all of the smiling faces that I see here this evening. So thank you everyone for uh, showing up and taking the time to participate in government. Uh, agenda for Board of Licensed Commissioners. 21LC24, application of secondhand dealer auto license by Ocean State Taxi, LLC, doing business as Ocean State Collision Center and auto sales at 115 Valley Street. Motion to move. Motion made by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Sierra. Comments? Well, before, I don't even want to get into comments. Um, I had a discussion uh, with the solicitor and with the um, zoning official today uh, in regards to this application and the uh, ability to place it in an R4 zone. It is a not permitted use in an R4 zone. So solicitor, where do we go from this point? Well, if this is a non-permitted even if the licensing board uh, gives them a license, they still can't operate the license if they're not in zoning. So if it's not a permitted use, I would pass it. Really? Yeah, it's not permitted in this, in this zone, right? Right. Uh, then we could, we could pass it. Even if we, even if, when I say pass it, I mean move it. Continue it, not vote on it. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. I mean, not vote on it. Okay. Table it. So, but don't... even if you did vote on it, they still couldn't operate it. But I don't want to get involved in that. Okay. So Council... just table it. Council President. Okay, Councilwoman Gonzalez. I did have some communication with the um, new owner of the business, and he had mentioned that I believe in. He thinks it's about 1993. There was a used car sale slot. They are called Ventura car sales. And um, I guess at some point it might have been zoned. Um, he's not sure why it's not no longer zoned. There used to be one there. So, you know, and I don't know the history, but if there was a, if there was a, a use there and the zone changed and the use stopped. Solicitor, can you just bring the mic a little closer? Oh. Thank you. If there was a use there and then the zone changed, if the use continued, then they would be grandfathered in. But once a non-conforming use stops, it doesn't come back. So there may have been, there may have been a, a car salesman there before, but if, if that business stopped, then the use stopped if the zone changed. And that would be up to the zoning law. That's definitely the law. 
in terms of what the zone is today, if you had a conversation with Carl, then I had a conversation with um, Peter Carnival. Peter Carnival. Uh, yes. Okay. So then it's very simply looked up the zone. If it's not permitted in the zone, then he can't have it. And and it's not permitted, so it's not even you can't even get a variance. If it's not permitted, he can't right. get a variance. But in any case, before he comes before us, he, he he'd have to try and get a variance or some mechanism to be able to have it legally, which could be a zone change or whatever. Council President? Uh, are you all set, Councilwoman? Yes, thank okay. you. Councilman yeah. Kanoya. Yeah, I was just going to, and I think, I, could, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the zoning ordinance was established in 1994. It was probably after that, so, and that's when they changed the zones, and as he said, even if it was non-conforming at the time, once they stopped it, it goes away, so. Yeah, and he, if he had a non-conforming use, even if he still had it and he wanted to expand it, he'd still have to go for a variance. Any other comments? Then I would look for a motion to table uh, 21 LC 24. So moved, Jim. Motion made by Councilman Kenoyer. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez to table uh, 21 LC 24. All those in, uh, do a roll call, Madam Clerk, please. Councilman Kenoya? Uh Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Gendron? Yes, and 21 LC24 is tabled. 21 LC25, application of first class victualing license by D's Little Suites at 40 South Main Street. Motion approved, Jim. Second. Second. Motion made by Councilman Kenoya, seconded by Councilman Susi. Comments? Just for the public's knowledge, we did have a public hearing just prior to this meeting for this application. Uh, there was one comment made, and it was the applicant. And there was no other comments for or against. Any other comments from the council? Hearing none, uh, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Gendron. Yes, and 21 LC 25 is approved, six to zero. 21 LC 26, application of licenses and renewal of licenses. Mr. President, I make a motion to approve new licenses for class F1 liquor, class F1 liquor with entertainment, also street vendor, and renewals of licenses for quarterly entertainment. Motion made by Councilman Gillette. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Sierra, I think, right? Yes. Comments? Hearing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. And 21LC26 is approved unanimously, six to zero. Cons uh, public comment. I almost skipped right over it out of habit, uh, but we are open for public comment. I would ask that if there's anyone here that would like to address the city council, that you approach the podium, adjust the microphone so that we can hear you. Um, state your name and address for the city clerk. Speak clearly and um, please keep your comments in good taste and under five minutes. Is there anyone that would like to address the city council? Hearing none, I'll move on to the consent agenda. Motion to move. <laughs> Motion made by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Second, Jim. Seconded by Councilman Knoyer. Are there any items to be taken up separate out of the consent agenda? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? 
The ayes have it, and the consent agenda is approved six to zero, uh, as presented to the council. Approval of the minutes of the regular meeting held June 7th and a special meeting held June 14th. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Gillette. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Sierra. Any changes or corrections? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, and the ayes have it. And the minutes from the regular meeting held June 7th and a special meeting held June 14th are approved unanimously, six to zero, as presented to the count, as presented. Unfinished business of previous meetings. 21028, an amendment of the Code of Ordinances, City of Woonsocket, Rhode Island, Appendix C, entitled Zoning Regarding Distilleries and Micro Distilleries. Motion to move. Motion made by Councilman Susie. Second. Seconded by Councilman Knoyer. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. President Jenjen? Yes, and 21028 is approved second passage unanimously six to zero. 21036, authorizing connection to the City of Winsocket water work system. Motion approved. Motion made by Councilman Kanoya. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. I would ask everyone to please move the microphones closer to you as you speak. Uh, comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21036 is approved, second passage, unanimously six to zero. 21037, an amendment of chapter 17 entitled Traffic of the Code of Ordinances of the City of Woonsocket. Motion to move. Motion made by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Second. Seconded by Councilman Gillette. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jenjen? Yes. And 21037 is approved. Second passage, 6 to 0. 21038, amending the Code of Ordinances to allow outside dining at restaurants in the city of Woonsocket. Motion to approve. Motion Second. made by Councilwoman Sierra. Seconded by Councilman Knoyer. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. <clears throat> Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes. And 21038 is approved. Second passage, unanimously 6 to 0. 21039, appropriation ordinance of the city of Winsocket for fiscal year beginning July 1st, 2021, and ending June 30th, 2022. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer for Second. discussion. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? No comments? Then I would ask, uh, hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Council, Council President. Councilman Knoyer. <clears throat> I have some comments. Um, so, we have, before I get started. Um, and thank you, Councilman, you were making me nervous. 
Have some comments. So uh, first, uh, nice job. Hold on, one, one second. Mayor? Can you just repeat what item you're on? 210399, the appropriation ordinance. The appropriation ordinance, 21039? Yeah, I was just wondering, do you think we could um, take up the item that these folks are here for ahead Ab of time? Absolutely. Yeah, wh wh which one is they it? Are for, we're trying to find which one, but it's uh, for the granting permission. Resolution. Yeah. Uh, is that 21R48? Uh, 49. Let's see. Oh, no, it's 45. 21R45. All right, make a motion to move ahead out of order. Wait a Hold on. Oop. He's saying no. Wait a minute. Uh, I have 45. That's three. not it. It's I think they should be under licenses. They just came in for a class F license. It's, they should be approved already. Yeah, they don't realize they're probably already approved. <laughs> yeah, they should be under licenses, not resos. The clerk says it's just an, a license approval that's already done. Yeah, they, they, that was under the licenses, so they're, they're all set. It was approved. Mayor, hold just to be sure. It was. Um, it's it's under new licenses, uh, Mr. President. For it's under uh, Class F I liquor license with entertainment. Yep. So that was that was definitely approved. You're all set. Okay. So back to the regular order of business. Twenty-one, oh thirty-nine. Councilman Kenoya, you have the floor. Okay, so <clears throat> number one, um, nice job uh, to the administration, the mayor, uh, Director Chamberlain, Assistant Director Johnson on the budget. Um, it's, it's a tight budget this year. Um, I do have some, some comments, but I will say that, you know, there's a, there's a hundred, this is 137 pages. Um, and I'm happy to go through. I know some people get concerned, so I'm happy to go through all 137 pages line by line. But my guess is if we do that, we'll each, the six council members here, will spend 20 seconds at least each on every page. And that'll turn into a four and a half hour discussion if we want to do it line by line, page by page. But alternatively, Councilman, I know you have the floor, but um, I've sat through those laborious meetings. Um, the last few years, we've done uh, a much more efficient amendment, and um, the benefits of those amendments have been significant to the taxpayer and the uh, residents of Woonsocket, and I have absolutely no interest in going back to the archaic way of page by page to save half a roll of stamps in okay. the end. So um, if you can go about your alternative that you were about to mention. I think it's, in my opinion, a much more efficient and practical and beneficial method. Okay, so 
I do have some amendments, um, but I just want to preface it uh, just to make clear, and it's you know similar to what we did in the uh, last year and the year before that. I'm going to propose some adjustments um, that I have tried to capture what I've heard um, in the council meetings, in discussing in, in discussions with some of the um, directors and so forth, as well as uh, the um, public hearing that we had. Um, and at the end of this, and we'll go through it in a moment, and I'll pass out copies. <clears throat> I'm not proposing that we change the tax rate. I'm not proposing that we change the levy. I am making some adjustments, and they're probably predictable. <laughs> um, proposing some adjustments to certain line items and building up the contingency because, um, although this is, as I said, um, I think the administration did a nice job preparing the budget, and there's a lot of work here. As I said, it's 137 pages. I don't think people always appreciate how much goes into this. Um, so there's a lot of information, a lot of detail, um, but I do have some, I have some concerns, and I know some other folks have concerns as well. We have a, a levy of $54.1 million. Again, I don't propose changing that. Um, but the collection rate is assumed at 98%, um, and I, I, you know, my view of that is it's a little rich. Um, it's ambitious, and I hope we get there, but I'm concerned we may not when you couple that with the fact that we have a number of unresolved tax appeals that still have to be dealt with, uh, either through the courts or through settlements, so there's, there's, you know, excuse me, exposure there. So if, for example, instead of collecting 98% of our levy, we collected 97%, which frankly is more in line with our historical collection rate, that'll cost us $541,000, a little over half a million dollars. So that's a long drum roll to, to try to explain what I'm trying to accomplish here, which is to tighten up on some of the spending and eliminate some of the spending and put it into contingency so that um, as we go through the year, if our tax collections are not as robust as we hope they are, We'll have some coverage. I don't ever want to have a deficit. We haven't had one in the last, since you've been mayor. Um, you know, in 2020, we had a surplus of about 479000 on the municipal side. And coincidentally, um, when you look at the budget amendment we did for fiscal year 2020, we increased the contingency by $481,000. Um, so I think, and again, the contingency is the contingency, and we can always have discussions about spending that contingency in a variety of ways, and we, in fact, have done that throughout the year this past year, um, as well as in, in prior years. So with that, if you, if you don't mind, if I can just get up and give a copy to the administration of what I'm going to cover. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I'll give one to the council as well. If you want to give me a few, I'll pass them down. I gave it a dollar, yeah. Thanks. Thank you.
Okay. So, um, broadly, similar to last year, and I know this, this isn't always, I mean, it's, uh, there's different views on this, and it could be controversial, and I appreciate that, but I've eliminated the majority of temporary services, put that into contingency, and made some uh, adjustments, some other, some other adjustments I'll get through. So I'll just go through page by page. It's just one and a half pages, and then we can um, deliberate away. So on page 29, Office of the Mayor, permanent services, increase it $500 to reflect a salary increase for the mayor's secretary. Temporary services, reduce it from 5,000 to zero. Printing and production, reduce it from 3,000 to 1,000. Uh, this year we spent about 750, so the 1,000 is more than this year. Uh, executive expense account, bring it back to the 5,000 that we had last year for the budget, so it's a reduction of 5,000. City clerk, increase permanent services, $1,900 to increase the city clerk salary from 71,100 to 73,000. Planning and development director, reduce the salary uh, by 5,000. And this is not a reflection of the planning director, who was an interim. This is very similar to what we did with the Board of Canvases last year. And I, I know I had had a conversation with the mayor about increasing it, but um, I spoke to some, some folks. And at the end of the day, the 5,000 is in the contingency. Uh, I know that we're going to be advertising for a, uh, a permanent planning and development director, and it's available. But... Um, until we get something more permanent, we'll leave it at the, uh, the current rate. Um, planning division, other independent services, reduce that 20,000 to zero, put it into contingency. Uh, division of zoning and inspection, reduce permanent services by $9,501. And <clears throat> that's, a, that's a double count, and unfortunately I didn't get a chance to discuss that with um, Assistant Director um, Russell today, but if, if you look, the uh, code enforcement coordinator, um, the position is 29,203. It's budgeted at 38,707, but we've already got that covered in the labor contingency. So it was a double count, so I removed that. Um, I reduced the temporary clerical from 64,000 to 15,000. It's a $49,000 reduction. Um, finance director's department eliminated the uh, temporary services of 10,000, eliminated temp services out of tax assessing of 10,000, eliminate temp services out of treasury division of 5,000. The law department increased permanent services for salary increases. The solicitor, 2,500. The legal assistant, 1,000. The legal executive secretary, 500. Police division, Increase permanent services by $1,500, an increase for the chief. Reduce temporary services from 45,000 down to 35, uh, down to 10,000. Um, 
fire department. Um, reduce permanent services by 339,773. That reflects a $1,500 increase for the uh, Police chief and the elimination of eight added firefighters related to the SAFER grant, and then eliminate the SAFER grant. So it's a net zero on the SAFER side. So the, that department just increases the 1500 for the chief. Public safety director reduced the salary increase from 4000 to 1500 So the three public safety officials end up with a $1,500 increase each. Um, emergency management agency. There's two stipends, one for 6518 and one for 4432 I'm going to eliminate, proposing that we eliminate the 6518 and increase the one that's 4432 to a round number of 4500 So eliminate one of those stipends. Um, engineering, eliminate the temporary clerical, 5000 Public Service Division, um, this is in the, basically the highway department, mostly in Pox and Rec. Um, add an 85,000 turnover um, adjustment. So last year we had a salary budget of about a million five, but we reduced it for expected turnover by 228,000. Um, and then last uh, the year prior to that in 2020, we had a similar uh, deal where we had 137,000 of excuse me, of expected turnover, which is open positions as people come in and out. Um, and in both cases, it was more than enough. We've uh, come in under, under the numbers uh, both years. So we put in a, um, I'm proposing we put in a modest 85,000 uh, turnover um, number in there. Uh, the city property division reduced the temporary services again from 5,000 to zero. Human services increase the permanent services uh, um, to increase uh, the human services director salary to 73,500. Um, senior services reduce the 50,000 for adult daycare and reduce the elderly nutrition of 50,000, bring them both to zero, and instead put in 160,000. So it's a net increase of 60 altogether just on the senior services line for the senior services uh, folks to spend as they see fit as opposed to earmarking it. Um, fixed and general charges. Contingency labor contract, so we put in a contingency for one of the uh, union contracts that we are uh, essentially have a tentative agreement with. And um, Cindy was kind enough to give us a, a good guy here and give us a little to play with. So we got a little extra um, from the way we did it. So I'm gonna reduce that from 663,000 to 305,000. The 663 was really the two years, but we already got 21 covered in the forecast for 21, so we didn't need that extra. And I did discuss that with um, Assistant Director Johnson earlier today. And then in addition to that, the 663,000 uh, includes folks from the Water Department, and it's a little over 130,000, so that needs to get moved to the Water Department, and I'll make an amendment on that uh, later, so that that can come out. So it's a net reduction of 358,000. Um, and then the contingency increases from the proposed 465,000 to a million eighty-seven. So we have an extra 622,000 in the contingency to cover. You know, if we want to talk about temp services or other things, salary increases. Um, but more importantly, we have some extra there 
to as we monitor the uh, the tax collection rate. And I know that we have a planned tax sale for later this year, but in uh, the next month or so, and we'll see how that goes. And if if it, if it goes as well as we hope, um, then we'll have a little more money to play with. Building density, um, seventy-five thousand. We brought that to zero, um, and the idea there is we already have one hundred twelve thousand. Um, in that account now, roughly 112, 110,000. Um, and then we would potentially fund this going forward with property sales. We have two properties that are pending, Burnside Ave, uh, as well as Ayotte Field. And then last but not least, and the, the last, last one is uh, of, no real, of, of no consequence, but it just cleans up a, we had a, um, on a serial bond payments and the interest, we just had them reversed on the wrong lines. So this changes it to the, uh, the correct line so that um, when the finance department issues, if this is passed, issues the final adopted budget, they'll have a, um, a paper trail to support making the change. So that's, that's a nothing, but it just cleans it up. So I make that motion. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer, seconded by the chair. Any comments on the amendment? Uh, Mr. President? Councilman Susi. Yeah. Just um, so, Jim, I'm j putting this together. You said you did reach out to the all the directors. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you uh, said you did reach out to the directors and the administration in regards, especially to the elimination of uh, all temporary services, and to reduce the salary of the of the planning director. Which in, I am just against that. I, I think we're we're at a point in this community where we're trying to f find and keep good people, uh, and that doesn't send that signal to me, um, especially since we have raised salaries uh, in this budget, and we've done it in the past to try to, to retain people or at least attract good people. And $5,000 in this budget that already came in, like you, like you commented, a, a very well put together budget as it has been for, for a number of years now. Uh, whenever you have a budget that accomplishes everything you want to do mostly and you're, and you're cutting taxes for the sixth year in a row, it, I, 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 myself, I have a hard time you know, going after that because it's accomplishing what we all want, right? It, it gives the administration the ability and the vision uh, that they want to put forth without us, in my opinion, like nitpicking uh, some of these things. Um, and uh, I, so, I, you know, to just, I just don't feel comfortable taking away from, especially, you know, uh, taking away from the, uh, from the plan director's salary or all eliminating all temporary services, which I'm sure have a benefit to the administration. Uh, I can't imagine that it doesn't. And I just, how much discussion we had about that, that's all. It's the first time I see this, so I... I, you know. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so what I said is I've spoken to directors, um, not every single one of them, but throughout, throughout the year, and we have discussions all the time. We get a financial report um, from Director Chamberlain every month. Um, we've had uh, on the list... Um, well, I'll leave it at that. So I've spoken to... I've spoken to, you know, some, you know, not every single director. Um, I didn't go and have a meeting with every director. I, I listen throughout the year. I hear you on the salary. Uh, and again, it's got no reflection um, uh, on, on our current uh, interim. Um, my view is this is no different than what we did with the water canvases position. Um, we're, <clears throat> we're at a salary of a little over 89000 which is, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, um, it's not peanuts. It's not. It's not over the top. It's not peanuts. But um, you know, the the extra five was. We had a discussion when we were looking at somebody with a lot of experience that was thinking about coming in, and that was a number that was that was discussed about adding. 
that didn't happen. So, you know, again, the money's there. Um, I, I hear what you're saying, nitpicking. I, I don't, I'm not sure it is nitpicking. Um, and as far as the temporary services, we did the same thing last year. We've gotten through the year, um, and um, you know, it's 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 still there. Uh, we, as I said, we, you know, if you look at this year's budget, um, we had a lot of unexpected spending. We bought a, a paver. Um, we've done uh, a number of other things. Um, so I think the contingency that we've built has served us well in the last couple of years. So. Um, I, I completely understand your perspective, though, however. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And I'm just thinking it's just another step that has to be taken. If we do say we had to have yeah. another planning director down the, that line, it's another ask to ask. And it's just it's just yeah. another step that I for these kinds of monies, I, I just don't find them necessary. It doesn't change anything in the big picture. And it's it's it is minuscule stuff when you think about it. We have a hundred and fifty million dollar budget and we're, we're we're talking about five thousand on a on a a position that we desperately need to maintain and uh, or have to attract uh, down the line. So I, I just, it just, yeah, it's something I did. I'm not comfortable with, but Understood. appreciate your efforts. Understood. I, if I could, I'd just like to uh, make one comment. I think um, with some of the things that I had wanted to see, changes that I had wanted to see was um, to increase the salaries of some of the people that are currently here that um, are committed to the city, that give us a good day's work, and I wanted to see those um, people's salaries increased. Uh, when we're talking about the planning director, it's a fictional person at this point because it's, it's, there's nobody there, and the money was put in contingency for the simple reason of um, it's there to be used because what happens if we left it at the 5,000, but to get that perfect person, um, it, it would have taken 7,000. We're right back where we were. And, just, and, and just come to us. Right, but, right, so, yeah. so that's my point. Where I, I found this much more beneficial to help people that are here, people that I look at daily, that give us a good day's work and take care of them in this. And if this person that does not exist is comes to us and we want to see that happen, I am going on the record right now of saying I would support um, for the right person tapping into that money that we put in contingency. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't see it as a, um, a reduction. It's where... It, the, the rate currently is, and um, it was talked about increasing because there was a, a rock star that was coming here and, and we needed to do that. So hopefully we can attract that rock star and um, have the support of at least the council president saying that if we need to do something with that, um, that salary, I would support something in the future. Any other comments regarding the amendment to uh, 21039? Council President. Councilwoman Gonzalez. So you're saying that the, the decreased rate is current with the salaries in the surrounding communities, um, the way with the 5,000 less? It depends on where, you, I mean, you can look, if, if you look at other communities, um, 
it's, it's like anything else. When you do statistics, I can give you statistics that will always work in my favor because I will look at communities that have lower salaries um, with a larger geographical footprint. And I'll tell you that, see, we're paying the same amount and they have a bigger geographical footprint. Or I'll say, here's somebody who has um, seven people in their department and we're paying this proportionate rate and we have six people in our department and the rate comes out to be uh, comparable. So I'm, uh, the, the reason why I'm asking is because most people who would apply wouldn't hear this meeting and you saying we're willing to go higher, <clears throat> they would only just see the number that is there. And if we're having trouble filling that position, I don't, it, 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 you might need that little extra wiggle room to be able to attract someone. The only thing I would say to that, Council, Councilwoman, I, I appreciate what you're saying, um, but the reality is we did do exactly that. We The 89,000 that we're proposing here, the 89,122 or for whatever it is, um, is the current rate, um, and we did offer somebody the extra five, and they still turned it down. So it's not always about the money. I think if you look at the, you know, unfortunately the state of Rhode Island hasn't done a, a salary survey, um, an updated one in, in a couple of years, uh, the, the Department of Municipal Finance, but the 89 is not the, it's not the bottom of the barrel, it's not the top either. It's somewhere in the middle and it's, it's not unreasonable. Um, and look, when, when the mayor puts out an ad and she's going to talk to people, she can put, she, they typically put a range and that's what they'll be seeing. They're not necessarily going to be looking at the budget, uh, to see what they're getting paid. There'll be a range and, um, so. Any other comments regarding the amendment to 21039? Council President, may I Direct, uh, assistant a couple comments? Um, I was just going to speak on two, but since you want to talk about the planning director, I'll have three. Um, it's a little insulting to say that Ms. Paula Castro is fictional. Um, she is here. She's here every day. And yes, her title is interim planning director, but she's a real employee. Well, she no, no, please don't don't misinterpret my words. I was not referring to her as the person. I have been told repeatedly that it's a temporary position. Now, if that's not the case, then I we need to have that discussion. It's interim. She, it's an interim position. So, what um, does that in what does that word interim mean to you? It means she's, she is the planning director, but not a permanent position. Okay. Because it's interim. Okay. And, and the fact is, um, going back to Councilwoman Gonzalez, yes, the pay is 89000 and change, but that hasn't changed in quite a few years. It's been 89000 for at least the last three planning directors. So... Is it absurd to think of a $5,000 increase? No. Because other so, directors so, go over back the years have Because you, you made a, a very insulting comment to me, and I don't want to walk away from this. I did not in any way, shape, or I form. Didn't say it was, no, 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 please, I, let that me finish. Word came let me, though, that no, it was no, 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 no
you said that it was insulting the comment that I made about a fictional person. What I'm saying to you is I have been told that it's an interim position, that we were going to hire another individual, and when we were going to hire that individual, this individual was already working for the city. Is that a fair statement? Honestly, I don't know. I wasn't involved in any of the discussions of a planning okay. director. All I know is that I've been working with Ms. Policastro. Right. So if we want to talk about giving Ms. Policastro a $5,000 raise, then say it and put the name to the position. Okay. I think and, that... And so don't, don't, please, don't throw a bomb that it's insulting what I said because you know damn well what I was referring to and it was not to be insulting to the woman that's sitting to your right. I have been nothing but respectful to her and she's been nothing but respectful to me. I have a, a good working relationship with her. So don't try and tarnish that with an insult like I was being insulting. Please, if you want to talk about the facts, that's fine. Take away the interim word and let's make her the, the, the planning director and then we can discuss the salary. Don't play games. I'm not playing games. You are when you throw something like that out because you know damn well what I meant. Council Go ahead. President. No, no, no. She's got the floor. She's going to talk about her other two items. Yes. So finishing up on the planning director, um, you know, it's no secret, and I don't mean to keep throwing it out, but I've been here 27 years. I've worked with probably more than a half a dozen planning directors. Um, you know that there are two vacancies of very important positions in the development division of planning. Um, there's been a lot of work to be done, and Ms. Policastro has done a phenomenal job uh, learning the regulations, cleaning up the files, you know, answering every question the auditors have because we're under city audit or under federal HUD audit. She has been exceedingly well on doing the job. Now, if you were to approve this extra $5,000, yes, it would go to her. And I think that she's very deserving of it. And if anyone asked me if I thought that she should be recommended for the permanent planning director, I would say absolutely. It's been refreshing to be able to work with a planning director as intelligent and as organized as Ms. Policastro is. So that's what I have to say on that. Two of my concerns uh, in Councilman Knoyer is I'm not understanding why we want to remove the SAFER grant. Is it that you're not in favor of using it? Because with any other grant, we've always ran it through the general fund as an expense and then as a credit. <clears throat> the issue I have, and you don't attend the, <clears throat> the regular meetings, but we had this discussion a year, a year and a half ago when the safer stuff came up, and the city's worked very hard to bring the fire department to the current complement of 107. Um, there's, there was absolutely, you know, I'm getting questioned about taking out $5,000 here and there if I sat down and met with directors on it. This is the first we're seeing anything about this. 
adding eight new positions. And I know, you know, it's going to be, oh, well, people are retiring and we're going to train them and yada, yada, yada. But no, all of a sudden we just brought our complement from 107 to 115. We added eight new heads. And I don't care that it's coming from the SAFER grant. It's 115. There's been no discussion with this body, and I'm not getting into it tonight at this point. Um, and we have minimum manning issues, the whole nine yards. And it's so, again, we had this discussion. My it was a front page though, article. There Pardon? was legislation maybe two years ago. Pardon? The chief is here. I, I was I, I didn't pretty hear sure that, that there was legislation submitted for the SAFER grant. It might have been two or three no, years ago. No, there was a front page article and we brought this up and we said, we better not be doing this stuff without, yada, whatever. So, um, so that's, I hope that answers your question, maybe not, but. Okay. Yeah. Um, and lastly, <clears throat> the stipends for the EMA, one of the stipends is for the EMA director, the other is for the co-director. Now I understand that how you want to reduce it to the 4,000 because that's what we're getting back for an EMA um, reimbursement. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is we still need an EMA director and a co-director. Says who? I believe that's in state law. Well, The city has to have an EMA director. I'm sorry. Well, that's fine. If you want to come back with a state law, we could put it back. But you okay. know, my view is we have a we have a public safety director, we have a competent police chief, we have a competent fire chief, we have a competent assistant police chief, we have a competent multiple assistant fire chiefs. Um, I think uh, Chief Shatraw can handle being the EMA director just fine. We don't need the other one. That's just me, but if, you, if there's a law that you want to In my me. opinion, um, having worked closely with the COVID grants, mm. um, I don't. I think it's too much for one person. Okay. Um, running this uh, FEMA COVID disaster that we've been going into our second year now um, is very time-consuming. A lot of regulations, a lot of documentation, and our EMA director, uh, who is not Chief Shatro, it's Tim Walsh, has put a lot of time into it, and it's not something that. Uh, the fire chief could have handled. It's just too much work. Okay. And, and we have to, I mean, it's got to be expected. You've got to pay this this person something. Yep. They're not going to, you can't expect them to do it for free. No, nope, you're right. That's it. Thank you. Any other comments? Mayor? Okay. So thank you for the infamous yellow spreadsheet that we receive every year. It's like the man with the hat. Um, so a few things. <clears throat> the comments that I will make, um, I don't want anyone to be take offense to, uh, and I will leave the more constructive criticism to the end so I can get through the rest. But for very small money, the $5,000 amounts for temporary service, that, that's needed. We need to have temps fill in when people are on vacation, if they're on family medical leave, if someone is retiring. We have had a very difficult time filling positions. Uh, the, we know what's happening in the workforce. And you can't expect to not have people take positions and just have their position left vacant 
Uh, people are calling. People want answers. There are constituents. And when you add these $5,000 amounts in, it really does not amount to much money. Some of the temp service that you've taken out, like I believe in, I think it's in engineering, uh, we actually have, uh, we've been working extremely hard to clean up a disaster of uh, a basement in this building filled with plans that had no rhyme or reason. And when you have folks coming in looking to do renovations to buildings or buying vacant buildings to fix vacant buildings, they're coming in, they're looking for plans. We're, we're using staff spending hours and hours of time, which is taxpayer dollars, looking through piles of plans that go back to probably the 1800s. So we have a temporary person who's literally scanning in all of these plans so they'll be uh, in PDF form, so the engineering department, the planning department, uh, the zoning department, the assessor's office, uh, the, the public works department. So they're not sending their, their employees down there going through rolls and rolls of, of plans. So it's very small money. It's, it's moving the city in a positive direction, and we utilize these folks who for very small hourly wages to do what I consider some pretty tedious work in scanning page after page in so when we're not here one day, someone can come in and say, well, wow, look at this, it's great. All these plans are now in, in a form where we can uh, access them quickly instead of being in a basement that's getting flooded and ruining things. So, you know, the, the clerk herself knows we vacated an entire room upstairs so we could bring all her uh, clerical property up there uh, to try to streamline things. These are very small amounts of money. We have a retirement in Treasury. All of our tax bills are going out. We need to hire a temporary person to come in to learn how to process payments and to do that while we're trying to fill the vacancy that just occurred. We have, without getting into personnel, but we have another uh, individual who is not feeling well and is out on family medical. We cannot leave that position vacant. This, this is what keeps the wheels of, of uh, government uh, moving. And those are just small numbers. And it's, you know, it just seems that it, you know, the finalized budget gets in the hands of the departments, and then they see that their temporary staff, that extra set of hands that helps, whether it's in the summer or whether it's the scanning or whatever it may be, and it's just, you know, it's just deflating in a sense. It's not going to change the tax rate. It's not going to do anything. It's going to help people who probably call you or will call you and say, hey, you know, the, Time is money. If you're a business owner or if you were a former business owner, you know that. And I just think it's, it, it really, if you could reconsider taking away that, that temporary, um, putting back in that temporary clerical uh, funds, I think, it, I think it's extremely impo important. Um, the other thing I would like to mention is and I was going to mention something about um, the removal of the funds for um, 
Um, give me one second, please. On here somewhere, even with glasses, I can't find it. But it's the funds that you took out for um, the planning department, which is for, uh, and probably Kevin or Bianca will speak to it. But we have been receiving a significant amount of grants. And the I think it's under independent services. That That's a sm such a small token. We have received not hundreds of thousands of dollars, but millions of dollars of grants. The reason the work that we're doing on uh, River Street is because of this small amount of money that got us $300,000 worth of EPA, that got us grants from DEM for remediation, that's helping with cleaning up Seville Dye, Dorado Processing, the PJ O'Donnell site on Sunnyside Avenue. It's 20,000, we could have put in 50,000 and kept going out for more and more grants, but we tried to keep the budget reasonable, and it's it's like throwing away dollars to save pennies. And I, I don't feel that that's a wise move for us to be making, uh, because that grant money, like a $4 million grant that we received to try to get lead paint out of houses, potentially fire hydrants, potentially, you, you know, uh, the effects it ha the, the effects of lead on our children, our education system, the special resources that are needed. I mean, that was a huge grant. This is this is a small amount of money to utilize to try to acquire grants of that size. Um, the other thing I'd like to mention is. Uh, you you had a question about the the eight firefighters and the I think the front page story you're referring to was a grant that we had received that the council was not in favor of because uh, the grant paid for I'm just going to put it out there, I'm not exactly positive. The first three years, but we had to pay for the fourth year. And we didn't want to add those additional bodies. Uh, this is different. And I'm trying to see if I can get through to the fire chief to confirm this. But my understanding, unless something changed in the meantime, these eight firefighters are fully paid for the entire time that they're here. We are not mandated to keep them. And having the additional firefighters, which will be on a schedule determined by the fire chief, they will not be on, at this point in time, we are not looking to put them on the same type of schedule that the permanent firefighters have. And having the flexibility with the eight new firefighters will allow us to cut back on overtime, that's the goal. When they come on, then they're not on yet, and I don't know what month they will be on. But it is a fully funded grant for eight firefighters that will be um, utilized at the chief's discretion, which is different from the, the grant where we were responsible for a percentage of the firefighters. 
and I'll, I'll just end with, um, I'm sorry your conversation got to that pertaining to the director of planning. Uh, and everybody hears things in their own way. Um, it may have come off a little aggressive. Um, I do know you have a good relationship with Bianca uh, Palacastro. Uh, I, I will say that just for clarification, the reason we could not get the planning director that I thought uh, would have been a very good fit about a year ago was because his salary was $125,000. And I said, maybe if we increase it by 5,000, maybe I can see only at that point, even when I conversed with him, we were so far apart that he just immediately withdrew. And I will tell you um, that everything that Cindy mentioned regarding the interim, and, and I'm gonna be very frank with you, the reason that I went the route of interim is because of the, what I felt was unprofessional um, criticism of the last planning director. And I just felt it was better to appoint as an interim, let the council get familiar with the director of planning, recognize the talent that she brings to the city, recognize uh, the expertise that she has in areas that quite frankly, uh, since at least since I've been here, there's some talent she brings to the table that no other director has brought to the table. And we have really been able to move that department in a very positive direction. It's been, it's been very encouraging. And the director prior, I don't want to use names because I don't want a violation, but was basically called to the carpet as to whether or not he was qualified for the position. And it made for very uneasy um, employment. You're always wondering whether or not you're going to be released. Um, there were newspaper articles on it. So I felt going the interim route uh, was the better route to go so everyone could get familiar and, and uh, you know, see what we're seeing, which is a breath of fresh air. And uh, so I have to say it's, it is disappointing to see that, that um, even though everybody makes more than me, it is disappointing to see that her, um, that salary. I would appoint her permanently tomorrow, uh, but I do want the council to feel comfortable because I don't want, I didn't want any negative headlines like the last director had to have. Council President. Okay. Um, Councilman Kenori, I was going, oh, go ahead. I, I, no, because I'm going to make a, a comment after, but go ahead. So just, um, I appreciate the, uh, the mayor's comments and concerns. So first, temporary services. Um, we got 20 some odd open positions right now. Over 20, probably more than 25 open positions uh, that are budgeted. So what that means is we have a budget for a, an individual for all 12 months, but they're open. So there's excess cash in here, and that's what we did this year. We transferred money to fund temporary people and so on and so forth. So the money is there. It's not, it's just not that we're, it's not, we're not going to have both temporary services 
in a full budget when we have 26 openings. So let's fill the positions we have and we won't have such a need for temp services. That's number one. Number two, the grants. You know, <clears throat> you indicated we got millions of dollars of grants and we're doing lots of good things and that's, and that, that's fine. Do you know what the other independent services budget was last year? Despite getting millions of dollars of grants? Zero. Um, the other issue is we get the fire department, I appreciate you calling the chief, but we haven't seen anything, and we're not going to get into it tonight. We haven't seen one lick of paperwork, one, one ounce of discussion on the safer grant and adding eight new heads, and I know you can, there's, there's, there's arguments to be made on all sides, but I personally am not comfortable approving eight new heads in the budget because now you know the horse has left the barn. If we want to have a meeting and, and, and the fire chief and whoever else wants to explain what the, what the idea is, what the proposal is and so forth, fine, we can do that and we can, we can fund that because it's a, it's a net zero. We're not, we're not taking, you know, it's, it's removing the expense and the heads and it's taking away the, the, the revenue from the safer grant. And if we want to have a discussion, a discussion tomorrow, I'm happy to do that, but so far there's been nothing communicated to this council, or certainly I haven't heard anything. Um, and I'm, I personally am very concerned about adding heads to that department without having a very clear understanding of exactly how it's going to work and what the exit strategy is in the, in the, in the long-term funding, the whole nine yards. So that, that's that's why I would you know that's why we've proposed that. Um, and as far as the again going back to the um, the director's position as I as I indicated I hope I was really clear about it, it has nothing to do with the current acting director um, I think she's doing uh, I have no issue with her with respect to I think she brings a lot of energy um, but frankly I was under the impression that she was doing us a favor so to speak by helping us out and this was not a long-term plan uh, for um, for the current acting director, which is, if she wants to stay forever, that's fine. We can have that discussion about the salary. Um, so I'll leave it with that. Any other comments? Yes, Council President Gendron. Yes. Hi. I'm not going to talk about the $5,000 for the director's salary. <laughs> Instead, I'd like to really advocate for the $20,000 for independent services. So the reason, Councilman Conroy, those funds were not probably included in the budget last year is because they would have not been allowable expenses. This is directly for EPA grant funding to build upon the assessment grant. At this time last year, we were not in a position to apply for those funds. This is for specialized consulting services as it relates to environmental engineering. We have left as the mayor said, hundreds of thousands of dollars in DEM, EPA, brownfield assessment, remediation, asbestos dollars. Those grant funds have to be done in what a, a tiered approach, for lack of a better word. You have to do a phase one, a phase two, a phase three, a remediation action plan, asbestos. Then you get to apply for remediation dollars to actually clean and redevelop the property. Now, only in small cases do these allow us funds to redevelop or clean the property on our own. They also allow us to attract developers to the property by providing them matching funds to clean the property the way that they would like to see it redeveloped, whether it's mixed use, industrial, residential. So this $20,000 independent services is for a specialized service. These grants are coming out in the fall of this year, and we do not have the capability in-house to apply for them. 
myself, Mr. Proft, D'Agostino, um, Director D'Agostino's staff, we do a good job of the skill set we have, but sometimes we need skill sets at a much higher caliber than we can provide in-house. This is what those funds would be utilized for. I understand. And you also have 8,500 in the of other independent services that we didn't touch in the office of the director's position. Right. Those would be additional grant services as they come up. We cannot predict mm. what, what grants come up and when. Yeah. But this particular one is for very specialized environmental engineering services, similar to what we've utilized in the past when applying to EPA. Without, in the past, without those other independent services budget? No, no, they were. That's not right. No? Okay. Go ahead. So, so why are you going to need to go to a microphone. So I, my name is Kevin Proft. I'm the city planner. Um, in 2018, I believe, uh, we were awarded a grant in 2019. Can you speak up a little louder, please? We can't hear you. Sure. Uh, so in 2018, we were awarded uh, an EPA grant. Um, a uh, consultant with Fuss and O'Neill wrote the grant for us. Uh, it was a community-wide assessment grant. We applied for $300,000, and we received that grant. Um, we paid the consultant that year $14,000 uh, for the grant writing services. Um, so that's that's obviously a, a pretty big return on investment. Uh, it is a big deal. The following year, you're not eligible to apply again because you have to draw the grant down a certain number of, uh, you know, a certain dollar amount, 70% or something, before you uh, can apply again. Uh, we will have drawn that grant down because of the work that we've done at 719 River Street, um, 20 Privilege Street, 162 Main Street across the street, uh, a number of different sites across the city that we've been able to do some assessment on. Um, We've drawn that down enough that we'll be able to apply again for another $300,000. Uh, because we had that assessment grant, we are um, now also in a position to apply for EPA cleanup grants. Uh, a few years ago, we didn't have any properties far enough along in the assessment process to make an application for that. So uh, we've, we've talked to the consultant that wrote for us last time, and it got a competitive bid, um, but just about if we were going to uh, combine um, two applications, one for assessment, one for remediation, uh, if we could get a discount on the price instead of paying 28000 he said, yeah, you know, some of the work is redundant, uh, so we could probably provide those services for 20000 So in, in this case, um, we're doing... Two grants, uh, uh, two grant applications in October. Uh, to total twenty thousand dollars. If we were to receive both, um, it could be in a range of I think you can get up to three hundred thousand dollars for uh, the assessment, and um, I think you can get up to five hundred thousand dollars for parcel for um, cleanup. So you could be up to uh, around eight hundred thousand dollars for the twenty thousand dollar investment. So, so that's fine. Thanks for that. But uh, let me be very frank, okay? Let me be really clear, and I've been trying to avoid it, but I hear what you're saying, and you're, you're making a case. Um, the money's not going away. It's in contingency. If there's a grant that the administration deems worthy, let's have that discussion. Because, frankly, I am tired of all kinds of grants and stuff happening, like this fire thing, where we have no discussion. I'm going to read you something from East Providence, because East Providence was once re referenced uh, in a comparison to our planning department in terms of staffing and so forth. Community Development Division. The Community Development Division, which is part of the Planning and Economic Development Department, is federally funded. An annual block grant is awarded to the City of East Providence by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD. 
The community development officer's duties are to allocate these funds according to HUD regulations. Now, here's the part I want you to really listen to. After they have been presented to the city council and approved. Okay? Now, you may be a little new here, but we've been having this debate and argument for the last three years, and we still have not seen a CDBG budget. Okay? So I'm tired of all the grants and everything happening. It's wonderful. Nothing comes before this council. So if somebody wants to spend $20,000 to pursue the best grants in the world, fantastic. We'll have the discussion. We'll allocate the funds. Okay? Again, it is June 21st. This is not your problem, Mr. Proft. But it's June 21st. We still haven't seen a CDBG budget. We still haven't had a discussion. We tried to have a discussion, and we got modest information. So I appreciate what you're saying. The 20000 will be used for. Um, it's not going away. If there's a good reason to use it, let's have that discussion, and we can allocate it. Um, but at some point, I don't know how else, frankly, I don't know how else to get through on some of these issues. We have a requirement to get a report from the planning department. Director Chamberlain is probably one, my, from my perspective, is one of the busiest bees in this place. But we get a finance report. We get it late sometimes, but we get it just about every month. We have not yet received a report from the planning department. So maybe we'll get some attention, and then we can go forward. So I, I'm, I'm, I personally, and others, you know, I'm one person. I'm firm on the $20,000 uh, going to contingency at this point. Thank you. I'd, I'd also point out that uh, with that assessment grant, we also have now a relationship with Fuss and O'Neill, which we've had going back to the middle school project where um, I think about $20 million worth of uh, EPA and state and private funding were leveraged to that project through different Brownfields grants. Uh, but, you know, we've, we've kind of... Um, been able to uh, build up a relationship with Fuss and O'Neill again. Uh, I communicate with the uh, consultant at Fuss and O'Neill, our kind of point of contact there on uh, almost a daily basis. Uh, he um, answers questions for us, provides us uh, a lot of guidance. It's, you know, almost like having, uh, you know, somebody on call. Um, that's been uh, something that's been really beneficial to the department. Uh, and in addition to that, um, you, when you start to get some momentum on these grants, you, you develop these relationships with, you know, the firms, and it's, it's partially out of self-interest, but uh, they start to realize that you're an active community that takes this seriously and, and is trying to, you know, clean up your contaminated environmental sites, uh, make sure your mills don't, you know, fall down or light on fire, and, uh, you know, cause even bigger problems. And, and they start to, um, we had, you know, pro bono uh, uh, grants written for us that we received from, um, you know, they were much smaller DEM grants, right? But the, the point is, you know, we're developing relationships with these people. We're developing a, a, a good program here, and I think that it's a mistake to, you know, stop the momentum and, and not reallocate money to, to something that, that the return on the investment. I'm going to make a proposal and we can have the discussion. Almost set. Okay. Thank you. No. Oh, okay. So, Council President, I know, Councilman Kanoya, you commented on not receiving a report from the planning department. Quite frankly, uh, Ms. Paula Castro is new. She hasn't gotten around to doing a report. She 
has four vacancies in the department, a fifth one, which will be taking place within 30 days, and a bit of a tangled situation that needed to be addressed. There's, the, you know, sometimes you need to give somebody a little bit of slack to get going and address things that really are much more important uh, within the department than, than that. So, you know, just in fairness, listen, the planning department, you know, we've had a difficult time finding a director. It, it's not easy. Ever since, you know, God rest his soul, and David passed away, there's been either friction with who we put in as a, as a temporary or certain counselors who didn't think the last uh, um, director was qualified, so it made it uneasy. I mean, it's just, it, it's an important department. That Agreed. department helps to drive major projects like the Burnin Mills, like 162 Main Street, like Railroad Street. I mean, it's an important department. And, you know, we, we try to uh, increase salaries that are union salaries because, because they're in the union. So they're getting raises, correct, when we're negotiating? Not because they're in the union. But, but nobody is left out. Nobody's left out. When you're giving a raise to a union, nobody is left out. So this is an important department, and I, I just think that for that small amount of money that I discussed, that, that Kevin Prof discussed, that the ladies discussed, yep. Yep. it's not a lot. It's there. It's not going to change the tax rate. Yes, it's going to adjust your, your spreadsheet a little bit, and I know you're not comfortable with that, but it really is a benefit to the, you're glaring at me. I'm not glaring, I'm listening intently. <laughs> well, maybe, another maybe another counselor will make an amendment. Thank you. Council President. Councilwoman Gonzalez. So, you all know I'm the newbie here. So, um, while I, I appreciate um, all the detail um, Council McNoyer puts in all of this, I would appreciate something like this to get to me before even today so that I can do a little bit of my homework so that when I vote, I can vote a little bit more confidently. Um, some of these um, adjustments, it makes a difference when you hear from the directors and the departments what the needs are. Um, we don't all know all the details of each department and um, how it all operates, so it, help, it would help me to just have a little more anticipation in receiving something like this so that I can do a little bit more of my homework, like in reference to uh, the SAFER grants. I'm not very familiar, you know, with the SAFER grants. And if None of us are. Yeah, but, but, but my, my thing is even just hearing just the conversation of what's happening, I realize that some of the conversations that are happening here right now started years ago, didn't start today. I, I get that, but we weren't involved in those conversations, so it's hard for me to judge everything by the past. I like to judge things by where are we now, what can we do to move forward and it sounds to me like those twenty thousand dollars it's not even about the twenty thousand dollars is about the system or the reporting but what i don't want to do is vote on something that 
um, because of 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 the system in place and the things that are are or are not getting done, that we would slow down the progress for our city, because it does sound like there are a lot of grants coming in, a lot of good things that are happening in our city that our constituents are happy to see. And it's not that it wouldn't be stopped because as you said, the money's there, but we also don't wanna slow it down. So what can we do to, um, and I know that you've uh, you talked about things that have been done in the past, but we do have a new city planner, uh, well, in an interim or whatever. Um, we do have new people in positions that other people used to be in, and perhaps we can put our confidence in that things can change if we deal differently, you know, with with the people that are in place. And um, I just I just don't want to hold back the progress. When I see and I hear the conversation back and forth, I see that there's issues. We have to fix those issues. I don't know that taking the 20,000 out is the solution to the issues that we're looking at. So uh, here's, here's the best way to say it from my perspective. My biggest concern is, and I don't want to overstate it, but I don't want to understate it a lack of communication with this council on certain initiatives, and I'm not gonna go through them in detail, but I prefer to see a little more communication. So, if we sit here and approve $20,000 and leave it in the budget, it's done. They're gonna go spend it, and however they want. If we put it in contingency, and it's a good thing to do, and they gotta spend it, they gotta get it out of contingency, it's gonna force a conversation. They're gonna come to us, put a resolution in, request the funding guess what we're gonna have communication and then as we develop that communication we can back off a little bit but I haven't seen it yet and I've been at this a little longer and I respect that you're new but at some point and again I don't want to I don't want to go down the path of of, 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 of of rehashing some of those concerns but I, I look at the money's here if anybody on that side of the table, if you will, has a good, a good use of the money, it's real simple. Put in a resolution, we have a work, a work session or whatever, and we can discuss it. That's how we're supposed to work. We're supposed to work together and have deliberations and so forth. Um, and if it makes sense, I think there's all, a bunch of people up here of goodwill and decent minds, and if it makes sense, they'll support it. But I'm not willing to give a blank check at this point. That's just me, I'm, and I'm not suggesting you should feel the same way. But, um, you know, if it, if it means having, forcing to have some, you know, I appreciate that having dialogue with the council is not always everybody's top priority, but um, we have a job to do. I don't like running around the city uninformed and misinformed. Um, so it's, it's that simple. Any other comments? Council President? Councilman, oh. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, Director Gillette. I just have uh, three points here. Um, as far as the safer grants, um, I know Mr. Knoyer, Councilman Knoyer had asked us uh, specific questions through the uh, finance um, chairman on some of the things that, little things that he was looking for. Uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, and I don't remember seeing that on the state, any questions about the safer grant. And I understand as a process, and he's, he's made that very clear that 
Um, he doesn't agree with the process, <coughs> but just so for the record, there are um, those that grant is fully fundable, as the mayor said, um, and you know we don't have to keep these people on. So, with that said, um, my my next thing is number two, which is um, the EMA grant. So Tim Walsh, who as as you all know, uh, worked with us for many years. I think it's a small. And $150 a week he gets paid um, if you break it down. Maybe maybe less, I don't know. But I know through the pandemic, um, he was instrumental. I mean, he, he's a physician assistant. He's uh, a chief of a fire chief. I think to have that talent, uh, and uh, you know, this is a 24-hour, 365 uh, days a year job. I mean, we need all the help we can, especially in this pandemic. I think it's a small... Um, Small stipend to keep him keep him aboard with us. Um, we do have a lot of qualified people, obviously, but the extra help in this in these times are, are, is extremely helpful. And you know, he's made phone calls on Sundays, and he's just a wealth of knowledge, networking with the uh, state officials. So, um, if we could keep him on, that that that'd be awesome. Um, also, um, I noticed in the police. Uh, Deputy chief actually gets paid less than the captains here. Um, so I thought there might have been a trigger in, in his contract with, with personnel, but I don't think there is where, you know, if the union, the, the ranking, everybody gets a raise, it, it goes into, you know, he gets a 3% raise, whatever. So right now um, he's getting, and I didn't notice this until the chief brought it up to my attention, but 80,351, um, the captains are 80. 1785 so I'm not sure how I would uh, go about getting that bumped up for him but uh, we can consider that so does he okay <clears throat> thank you oh, go ahead councilman Kanoya so use the mic um, yeah no I saw that as well uh, director the um, and frankly, I thought he was on a three-year contract himself, and he was going to be having a new contract. I thought it would be addressed then, to be honest with you. I thought his three years was ready to be renewed. Um, Maybe yeah. I'm wrong about that. Um, no Council President, yeah, there's no contract for the chief and the deputy chief. Okay. Neither is in the union. So no, the no, last um, police uh, contract, um, yeah, last police contract that we approved, Yes, the captains do make more now than he does. If I could, it's but just... that wasn't addressed in the budget, right? We're, I mean... Oh, go ahead, Chief. I'm sorry. You maybe... Gonna... It, it's just, uh, you know, in a lot of places uh, where the chiefs don't have contracts, chiefs or deputy chiefs, as we don't have here, uh, normally what's done to keep par with the unions is if a union gets an increase... They get the administration gets the same increase that that has not that has not happened here. So as a result of the last two increases that the union members have got have now eclipsed, uh, the captain's position is now being paid more than the deputy chief's position. In addition to that, the deputy chief gets no overtime. It's a salary position as my position is a as my position is a salary <coughs> position. So the captains just on a base salary alone uh, are making more money and uh, have the ability to make a lot more money if they choose to work extra. So just to be clear, um, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but there was nothing, this this existed when this budget was created. 
and there was no effort to increase his salary in the budget. I would support increasing him a thousand dollars. I, I mean, we, I was, I was um, very supportive. I wanted to see you and uh, Chief Shatro get the fifteen hundred. Um, if, if you are looking for it, um, I missed that, and others may have seen it, but I, I certainly would personally support. Councilman Kanoya, can we no. Council, take I'm, a thousand? No, I'll make a I'll make a motion to amend. Okay. To amend the um, personal services, the police department, an increase of one thousand dollars and reduce the. Hang on a second. Second. Thank you. Let me just finish. Um, so we increase it from six million oh seven five four thirty three that I had previously. To six million oh seven six four thirty three um, to reflect a one thousand dollar increase for the deputy chief and reduce the contingency rather than one oh eighty seven one seventy nine it'll be one oh eighty six one seventy nine and I'm not uh, Cindy I'm not trying to tweak all the ancillary costs that I mean it's it's, it's too small to to worry up so so I make that motion second I heard a second. I'll second or oh, who second count second the councilwoman Gonzalez um, and the chair comments on the amendment to the amendment okay on the amendment uh, how do we solicitor do we have to mr. mr. president uh, I think the more appropriate way to do that would be to pass this amendment once the amendment is passed the act is amended and then you could make a motion to do a second amendment. Yes, okay. Because you you have to vote on yep. the motion that's before the body. Yeah. So let's let's leave that. If you can remove your second. Yeah. To a, and and we'll we'll uh, and if you can withdraw, we'll we'll take it up after this. Um, any other comments on the amendment as it's presented? I have one last comment, Mayor, and I want to um, be clear that um, I would love to have a discussion with you, um, well, with the council. I don't, I don't want to put this between you and I. Let's have a discussion with the council. And um, if there's a, um, an effort to fill a permanent position for planning director, um, then I would be uh, willing to support increasing that salary um, not to say that the person that's there is fictional because that was not well received, but when the position is permanent um, or to make that position permanent, uh, I would be very much in favor of having that discussion for a salary increase at that point. Uh, on the main, I mean, on the amendment as presented, any other comments? Mr. President. Councilman Gillette. Uh. I've been off the council for four years, finally got back on, uh, and I'm going to tell you something right now. I am somewhat confused. It looks to me as though the council has been acting as a body and the administration has been acting as a body, and the two have not been working together. That's what I see coming back on the council. In the past, when a before a budget was proposed by the mayor, the city council would have meetings 
with the mayor and each department head individually in order to understand all of the problems that were going on. They weren't being kept a secret. As of this moment, I have not met any of these new employees, and I've been on the council for seven months. May, you're not doing your job. You have the power to call meetings with the council to explain to the council the problems that you're having so that the council can take those discussions into consideration come budget time in order to help you. You have that power. The charter gives you that power. If the council has changed its way of operation and not ask for a meeting with you and the department heads, then in my opinion, the council is wrong the way they're doing an operation, this operation right now. I am very uncomfortable as a councilman having to vote on a budget that I don't totally understand. Without the proper communication from you, Mayor, and every department head that you have, it is impossible for a newbie and for this person coming back onto the council to be able to make a logical decision on any of these matters without knowing anything about what you're doing. I am very disappointed in the process right now, and I'm not even, I'm not even sure that I'm going to vote on this budget tonight. I may abstain because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I used to know it when it came budget time when I was on a council because we had discussions. Now we don't. I'm very disappointed in, in what I've been hearing and seeing with this budget, and I'm going to have a decision to make as to whether or not I'm even going to vote. Council President? Mayor? Well, shame on you, Councilman Gillette, if you don't know or understand the budget, because I think you've sat on this council long enough to understand the budget. And I can tell you that every city city councilor here knows that they can reach out to any director any chief and ask any question that they have. I've sat with Councilwoman Sierra. We've gone through budget questions that she's had. Councilman Ward sent questions regarding the budget. Councilman Kanoya sent questions regarding the budget. Councilman Susi, Councilwoman uh, Gonzalez, they call when they have a question or they email. Councilman Gendron and I are in communication on a weekly basis. So don't tell me I'm not doing my job. You're not doing your job. You don't even know how to check an email, so you're not even seeing the email that is going to all the city councilors. So if you have an issue with the budget, it's your issue. It's not the administration's issue. Because we are here five days a week, working long hours, to keep this city moving in a positive direction with six years of tax decreases under this administration. So you understand how to read budgets. If you didn't read it over the last three weeks, that's your issue, not ours. Any Mr. other President. comments? Councilman Gillette. 
ladies and gentlemen, uh, the mayor and I had a conversation a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and in that conversation, she said, I sent you an email. I admitted to her that I didn't know how to use the email, that I didn't know how to get them, and I didn't know how to send them. You'll probably, and I said to her, you'll probably use this against me sometime politically. And guess what? She did tonight. She used it against me. I was right, okay? When I say you're not doing your job, I should have said, actually, we're not doing our job because we're not meeting and we're not, we're not working together. Shame on me. Yes. In a, in a way, I'll take some of the blame. I'll take some of the blame because maybe I should have gone with the change. Maybe I didn't understand going with what the change was because I was expecting what I had been accustomed to. Council President. Mayor. Councilman Gillette, I would have never brought that up if you weren't insulting in your comments to this administration. But as the mayor that has the power to express my feelings, I am not going to sit here and, and, and you are not going to use your infradig comments toward this administration and think that I'm going to sit idly by when I know how hard these individuals work to, to, in the positions that they're in. And every single other counselor reaches out to us with questions, and you have the ability to do that also. And if you're not comfortable voting on an amendment that's put forward by Councilman Kanoya, that's, that's, your, that's your choice to not do that, to vote for it, not vote for it, make amendments to it, whatever you're, you're, you're choosing to do. But you're voting on an amendment that you don't, you don't even have anything to bring to the table as far as what you even think of this budget that we put forward. So your issue is elsewhere. It's not here. We're available. You're part-timers, we're full-timers. We're here to take your calls and to respond to you. And we are always open to work sessions, and the council president knows that. Council president. president. Councilman Gillette. Mayor, had you been on the council, you would have had the experience of knowing how easy it is when a council and the administration work together. As it stands right now, you have shown uh, disrespect for the council from the very first year that you became mayor, okay? I was there, I was a supporter of yours. We both got elected that year, okay? You've shown disrespect right from the beginning, and that has made us, or made the council and the administration grow apart. You may not see that, but that's what's happened, because I didn't even know some of the staff, department heads or acting department heads that you have. When did I have the opportunity? I couldn't even come into City Hall. I could have called and say, hi, I'm Roger Gillette. I'm a city councilman. Would you introduce yourself to me because I haven't had the opportunity to meet you? I could have done something like that. Maybe I can take the blame for that. But the council and the administration are far, far apart and not trying to work <clears throat> with one another. The city council did not have any meetings with the mayor and the department heads. Therefore, do not know some of the things that you were talking about tonight. The department heads are teaching me something about what's going on in your administration, and I knew nothing about it because none of this was discussed prior to 
the budget hearing tonight, the budget meeting tonight, the hearing was last week. It's, it's tough for me to make a, a decision right now. I, I, can only, I, I can only wonder where Councilwoman Gonzalez is coming from. She, on this, I, I, am, I don't know what else to say. I'm stunned right now. I really am. Council President. Councilman Kenoya. <clears throat> I'm sorry this has gotten to where we are in terms of somewhat heated, but it is what it is, and that's fine. We go through it every year, and it's we uh, tomorrow the sun will shine. There'll be a new day. Here's what I would say. I'm going to go back to what I said in the very beginning, Councilman Gillette, and I understand if you have some concerns, but just remember, all this amendment does is shift some funding from certain line items into the contingency. The money is not gone. We're not reducing the tax levy as a result of it, therefore we won't have the funds available. The funds are still available in the contingency account. We haven't even begun the new fiscal year. It's July 21st, the new, the year, the new year doesn't start for another week. And as I said, if there are important things from what we've moved that are worthy of spending money on, we can have that discussion and we will have we will have that communication that you're suggesting. Um, so I don't, you know, again, the money's not going away. We're just putting it, most of it, we're putting it into the contingency. Um, and again, as far as I said, is with respect to, um, you know, there's not a lot, from my perspective, there's not a lot of controversial stuff here. We reduced the other independent services by $20,000 and we spent a lot of time talking about it. The money is there. If the planning department has a good use for it, let's have that discussion, we'll have the communication that we look for, and we'll fund it. Temporary services, as I said, we have 20 some odd, this is something you've been chasing, um, Councilman Gillette, to your credit, we have 25 plus open positions. Those, those positions we're not paying salaries to, so that money is available for temporary services, and that's exactly what we did this fiscal year. We had temporaries in, we transferred money out of the regular pay and put it into the temporary line, so the money's there. And if it's not, it's in contingency. Um, other than that, and then the safer grant, again, we can have that discussion, but I am not comfortable, I don't think anybody should be comfortable approving that kind of a change um, without having a, you know, a real robust discussion and understanding and having a conversation face-to-face -face with the interested parties and looking at the documents that, are, that it's related to. Um, I understood it when I saw the budget. I didn't have a question uh, because I understood what it was and it was something I was just simply not going to support. So I didn't need to ask that when, I, when I'd asked my questions. But other than that, um, you know, and we're providing an extra 60,000 to the senior services uh, in this amendment. Um, and we're reducing the, the, the density by 75,000 and we're gonna fund that hopefully, uh, potentially with, um, with property sales. So I don't, honestly, this, despite all the angst, I don't view this as overly controversial. Do not lose sight, anybody here, including the administration, the money is still here. And if it's needed, we can have the discussion, just like we had the discussion about the paver, we had the discussion about fire, uh, uh, new fire trucks and discussions about uh, new, new software, et cetera. We can have those discussions and we'll make those game day decisions, if you will, um, so. Any other comments? Hearing none on the amendment, Madam Clerk, roll call. Councilman Kenoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? No. 
Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? No. President Jandron? Yes, and the amendment passes on a four to two vote. Council President? Uh, Councilman uh, Kanoya? I'd like to make another amendment to adjust permanent services in the police division. Okay, good. Increase it by $1,000 to bring the number to 6,076,433 and reduce the contingency by 1,000 to bring it to 1,086,179 to fund an increase for the deputy chief as previously discussed. I would make that motion. Motion made by Councilman Kenoya. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. On the emotion, on the emotion, on the amendment um, before us, any comments? Hearing none, roll call Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes. And 21039 is amended 6 to 0. On the main motion as amended, any other comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? No. President Jandron? Yes, and 21039 is approved 5 to 1, as amended. 21040, appropriation ordinance for the operation of the Regional Wastewater Treatment Fund for the fiscal year beginning July 1st, 2021, and ending June 30th, 2022. Motion approved. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer. Seconded by the Chair. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21040 is approved 6 to 0. 21041, appropriation ordinance of the City of Socket water system for the fiscal year beginning July 1st, 2021, and ending June 30th, 2022. Motion approved. Motion made by Councilman Gillette, seconded by <clears throat> Councilman Knoyer. Comments? Council President. Councilman Knoyer. As previously discussed, I'd like to make an amendment to increase personal services from 1,518,094 to 1,648,094 to capture the uh, tentative uh, agreement for the, the union, for the water folks. If you recall, the contingency we had was about 130,000. And then I would offset that on general charges. I would reduce the general charges from 5,151,311. I'd reduce it by 130,000 to 5,021,311. So it still stays in balance. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer, seconded by the chair. Comments on the, emotion, on the amendment? <laughs> Hearing none, roll call. <laughs> Councilman Knoyer? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes. And 21041 is amended 6 to 0. On the main motion as amended, comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes. And 21041 is a is approved six to one as amended. 21042, appropriation ordinance for the operation of the sewer use fee for the fiscal year beginning July 1st, 2021 and ending June 30th, 2022. Motion passed. 
Motion made by Councilman Gillette. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Is that correct? Comments? Hearing none, roll call Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Gender? Yes, and 21042 is approved 6 to 0. 21044, directing the assessment and collection of a tax by the City of Woonsocket upon real estate, excise, and tangible, tangible personal property for fiscal year commencing July 1st, 2021, and ending June 30th, 2022. Motion to approve. Second. Motion made by Councilman Kanoyer, seconded by Councilman Susi. Comments? Council President. Councilman Gillette. Uh, Councilman Kanoyer. I'd like to make one amendment. The levy we have in our budget book is 54134021, and we provide a range. So I'd like to amend the 54634021. I'd like to amend that to be $54,354,021. So reduce it from 634 to <clears throat> 634 to 334. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer to amend Second. 2044, seconded by Councilman Gillette. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Knoyer? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Gendron. Yes, and 21044 is amended 6 to 0. On the main motion as amended, comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Gendron. Yes, and 21044 is approved 6 to 0 as amended. 21045, establishing the maximum number of employees in each office, department, or agency of the City of Woonsocket for the fiscal year beginning July 1st, 2021, and ending June 30th, 2022, in accordance with Chapter 9 of the City of Woonsocket Home Rule Charter. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer. Second, Susie. Seconded by Councilman Susie. Comments? Council President. Councilman Knoyer. I would just like to amend it to add the word as amended after the... Um, after the word uh, school year, it says Lisa Baldelli Hunt, Mayo and Socket Education Department school year budget. And, and then I would add as amended. So it references the motion budget. made by Councilman Kenoya to amend 21045. Seconded by the chair. Comments on the amendment? Mr. President. Councilman Gillette. On the amount of employees that the city is authorized to have on the books at any one time, we do have an employee that was left over from the Budget Commission, I understand, that is employed by the City of Woonsocket. Hold on, Councilman Gillette. First, let's take up the amendment first. If you have any, we have a, an amendment motion on the table. Okay. So uh, on the amendment, any comments? No. Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk, on the amendment. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Gendron? Yes, and 21045 is amended 6 to 0. On the main motion as amended, comments? Councilman Gillette? Thank you. The employee that we retained uh, that was left over from the Budget Commission, is that employee still working for the City of Woonsocket? Mm -hmm. 
Mayor, I don't. I'm, I mean, is this is this a violation? I'm not well, going to get caught in a violation. Very, yeah, very careful with. Uh, there's no names, so if um, solicitor, what do you feel? There's no violation as long as there's no names. Okay. Yes, Mayor, you could respond to a question. It's related to the budget, so. Is this a personnel question? Well, I think he's asking about a particular person. Uh, it just if, uh, Councilman Gillette, is it a position that you're asking about or? No, actually, I know that the person is working here at City Hall. But I don't know. As a councilman, I don't know what his position is. And I don't know if he's part of the employee count that we have in this legislation. Is he part of this count? Who? The. Well, you know what? I think. Why don't we just ask uh, Councilman Gillette if everyone who's employed by the city is part of this count? Well, Council President. Councilman Kanoya. I mean, come on. We've been we've been using names and positions all night here. So I think the simple question is, is we had somebody that worked for the Budget Commission that is still here. Where is that position in the budget? That's a simple question. That's a simple question. Okay. Yeah. Is it listed on your list? Yeah, where, where, where is, is that it, position in the budget? Is it listed? I don't know. I'm employee. asking because there's no names. You don't know, Councilman Kanoya. What time I, I, is it? I'm just, I'm just a, Wait, I'm can a simple man Wait, can we mark that down June means. 21st at 8.53? <laughs> Councilman Kanoya does not know something. Don't worry. There's a lot of people taking that note. <laughs> so I just want to know where that yeah. position is yeah. in the budget. It, it, you don't see it because it's not there. Okay. So w where does that position reside? It's not there. No, no. I know it's... Let me rephrase it. I know it's not here. Where is it? It's not in the FY22 budget. So I don't, I don't understand. How, how can I tell you where it is if it's not there? Okay. So, okay. so that, that position is gone now. That position... That individual... Under that, under his, under his uh, responsibility is that title is under until uh, June 30th. He's not in the budget. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to get into a violation because somebody wants me to talk. No, I'm no, not going to do it. You answer. No. Oh, we're you good. Answered the we're question. Good. Okay. No. You, you, you know who's listed. Everybody here should know who's listed as employees. I mean, nobody here sees, sees that person listed in the budget. So what, I don't know what you're trying to get at. No, will no, no. he be here in the future? Maybe he will be. He's not in the budget right now. And that's, I think that's the answer that Councilman Gillette was looking for. Is that correct? In part. He's been, during the current physical year, working in this building as an employee. How is he being paid? I've never seen a red cent. How is, it, how is this person being paid? That I would be careful with because we are discussing this budget. Um, I wouldn't want to get into how he's being paid in the previous budget. Yeah, if you want to add that to our work session, it's probably better to do that. I'm not, I don't want, I have no problem answering any question, but I also, I'm not so going to get suckered into a, to no, answering. No, 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 no I, and I certainly don't want you to get suckered okay. in. So let's just bring, Councilman Gillette, we've got a, a work session scheduled for the, the 29th. We'll add that discussion on 
with the name and the position so that we can have a full discussion about it. I thank you very much. I think that would answer my question. Okay. Thank you. Madam Clerk, can you, I see you, can you make a note to add that to, <laughs> thank you. Any other comments on 21045? Hearing none, roll call Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes. And 21045 is approved 6 to 0 as amended. 21046, an amendment of Chapter 7345 of the ordinances of the City of Winsocket entitled Salaries of City Officers of the City of Winsocket. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? Council President. Councilman Knoyer. I'd like to make the following amendments to reflect the earlier amendment. And you will be giving these to the clerk, yeah. correct? So, Director of Planning De Development, change that to 89,122. Director of Human Services, change it to 73,500. Director of Public Safety, change it to 12,500. City Solicitor, change it to 124,555. Police Chief, change it to 96, <clears throat> 96,500. Fire Chief, change it to 96,500. City Clerk, change it to 73,000. Um, and... Is the I'm deputy gonna, I'm chief gonna make there? An, I'm going to make an amendment to add the deputy chief. Mayor, uh, I'm, chief. I'm going to make an amendment to add the deputy chief on here as well. Okay. So deputy. So it can reflect the increase. Deputy police chief to, just bear with me. Councilman Conoy, will be 81351. Thank you 81 so much. 81-3 what? 351. Yep. Okay. To 81,351. That captures all the amendments we made. Thank you. Motion made by Councilman Kanoya, seconded by the Chair. Comments on the amendment? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes. And 21046 is amended 6 to 0. <clears throat> on the main motion as amended, comments? <coughs> Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Uh, yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21046 is approved, 6 to 0 as amended. 21047, establishing salaries of non union, non classified employees of the city of Winsocket. Motion to approve, Jim. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? <clears throat> Council President, again, an amendment to reflect the earlier amendment. Uh, change legal assistant to 56,692. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer. Seconded by the Chair. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21047 is amended, 6 to 0. And the main motion as amended, comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kanoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21047. Seven is amended six to zero, as is approved as amended six to zero. 
21048, an amendment of Chapter 7595 of the Ordinance of the City of Winsock, entitled Personnel Ordinance, as amended pertaining to non-union classified municipal employees. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Kenoya. Second. Seconded by Councilman Gillette and Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? Council President. Councilman Kenoya. Two amendments to reflect the earlier amendment. Uh, legal Secretary and may, uh, Mayor's Secretary um, add plus 500 for each. Motion made by Councilman Kenoya. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kenoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21048 is amended, 6 to 0. And the main motion as amended. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Kenoya? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21048 is approved 6 to 0 as amended. 21R36 appointing Jeffrey A. Golan as a member of the Board of Canvassers and Registration of the City of Winsocket. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Gillette. Second. Seconded by Councilman Kenoyer. Comments? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? The ayes have it, and 21R36 is approved, 6 to 0. New business. 21049, grant and easements to United States Army Corps of Engineers along the Blackstone River. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Susi. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? Uh, this is routine. Um, we've done this in the past, and it's regarding... Um, giving the Army Corps of Engineers access to the river banks for their maintenance. Uh, any other comments? Hearing none, roll call Madam Clerk. Councilman Kenoya? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Gendron? Yes, and 21049 is approved 6 to 0. 21050, transferring fund from contingencies to fire department. We have a motion. Motion to move. Motion made by Councilwoman Gonzalez. I'll second for discussion. Seconded by Councilman Susi. Comments? Council President. Councilman Knoyer. Um, I did speak to the finance director about this uh, before the meeting, and um, you know we don't really need this. I mean, it's something we've done in the past, but frankly, we didn't do it last year. Um, the money's already been spent. It's just kind of moving the contingency, so it's just one less bookkeeping entry they'll have to do if we don't pass it. So. So do we want to just table? I'll make a motion to table. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer. Second. Seconded by Denise. Denise. Councilwoman Sierra to table. Uh, roll call, Madam Clerk, on a tabling. Councilman Knoyer. Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez. Yes. Councilman Gillette. Yes. Councilwoman Sierra. Yes. Councilman Susi. Yes. President Gendron. Yes, and 21050 is tabled 6 to 0. 21051, transferring funds from contingencies to City Clerk Department. Motion approved, Jim. Motion made by Councilman Knoyer. Second. Seconded by Councilman Gillette. Comments? Hearing none, roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilman Knoyer? Yes. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Gillette? Yes. Councilwoman Sierra? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. President Jandron? Yes, and 21051 is approved 6 to 0. 21R44, authorizing the cancellation of certain taxes. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilman Gillette. 
Second. Comment, uh, seconded by Councilman Knoyer. Comments? This is to abate $4,481.71 for various, um, two of them for the homestead that was misapplied and then one was for an overassessment. so. Thank you, any other comments? Hearing none, all those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? The ayes have it, and 21R44 is approved, six to zero. 21R45, granted permission to use city property. Motion passed. Motion made by Councilman Gillette. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? Hearing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. And 21R45 is approved, six to zero. 21R46, authorizing acceptance of a bid for the Woonsocket Reservoir Dam Maintenance and Steel Repairs. Motion to approve. Motion made by Councilwoman Sierra. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Comments? Hearing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Nay. Let the record reflect that Councilman Gillette voted no. And 21R46 is approved, 5 to 1. 21R47, authorizing the mayor or her designee to execute an agreement with Atlas Pyrovision Entertainment Group, Inc. for fireworks display to be held in July 2021 for Independence Day. Motion to move. Motion made by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Second. Seconded by Councilman Gillette. Comments? I will just have one mayor. I, um, I'm pleased to see this coming, and I hope that this display is uh, going to be at the World War II Veterans Memorial Park. Um, and I think a lot of people will be looking forward to it. So thank you. Any other comments? Hearing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. And 21R47 is approved, six to zero. 21R48, granted permission to use city property. Motion to move. Motion made by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Second. Seconded by Councilman Gillette. Comments? Council President. Councilman Kenoya. Just a, <clears throat> excuse me, just a question. This is for a three-day event um, at World War II Veterans of Memorial Park from July 16th through July 18th. And my question, Director Gillette, this is that they'd like the city to provide <clears throat> the sponsor of the security. So there, this is, my understanding, when I read through this, it's over three days and they're expecting, you know, about 500 people. Oh, we're not providing security for that, are we? It's, I mean, typically someone uses our parks that's... No, we had discussion with that with her and a uh, great person, uh, just a good event. Um, she yeah. passed all our hurdles, uh, did everything she could. But, I, you know, if I provide security or we as a, a city provide security for this event we'll have to provide it for others like yeah. autumn fest and uh they can hire they can hire details can't they right we gave yeah. her a list of what, what the detail course was and okay. uh, i think she was asking the council if if you guys would waive that fee and i, I can't make the decision I, I i don't hold that fun okay i don't see where there's a, a request for the fee waiving per se well but... the the uh the letter is addressed to the council so i i yeah you know okay. she she wrote us a lot of letters so maybe there was <laughs> no understood maybe, yeah, I mean, because that, that's a slippery slope. If we start going down providing, it, it's going to become very expensive. And, and, you know, we're going to work with her. Actually, oh, you know, for if sure. It's raining, you know, uh, the vent is not that, 
you know, well attended. Maybe we can cut some people back, but uh, no, I, I, I can't do that. Yep. Any other comments? Mr. President. Councilman Gillette. Just a question of the solicitor. Uh, because she requested the uh, policing be paid for by the city of Woonsocket, should we have an amendment on this designating uh, yes or no as to whether we're going to absorb that cost? Well, she requested it, but my understanding is that we're not doing that. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, so I don't is think... Is there anything on file that shows that? That I wouldn't know, but the mere fact that she's requesting it doesn't mean that we're accepting the request. Okay. All right. I think so. Thank you. Any other comments? Hearing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. And 21R48 is approved, 6 to 0. 21R49, granted permission to use city property. Motion moved. Motion made by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Sierra. Comments? Hearing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. And 21R49 is approved, 6 to 0. There's no further business of this uh, council. Co I council ask President, oh, just, yes. just one question. Are any of those um, taking place at River Island Park? One is. I think the, I think the director shut the park, is shutting the park for removal. Well, this is, July 9th. this is July, well, July 9th, 9th. and oh, it's okay. the 11 a.m. Okay. concert. Oh, okay. So if, director, if, um, if that's going to overlap. No, no. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Thank you. Good catch, though. Any other comments? I'm sorry, no other comments. Uh, if there's no further business of this council, I look for a motion to adjourn. So moved. Motion made by Councilman Kanoya. Second. Seconded by Councilwoman Sierra to adjourn this meeting. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it, and we are adjourned at 9:10. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs>